0: M-A.
1: Hey!
0: <laughs> Hi. Main menu. Main menu. menu. Main menu.
1: Welcome, dear listener, to Main Menu for Wednesday, the 4th of March, 2009. Hey, it's going to be spring soon. Oh, lovely. Anyway, I'm Chrissy Cochran to guide you through this program. Now then, what do we have in store for you? First, we have our executive producer, Nama Eres, talking about how you can submit content and the little guidelines that we have for so doing. About ten minutes after that, we have the final part of the mobile or mobile geo review with Corey Martin. And about, all oh, 15 minutes or so after that, we have me. I'm afraid so. But it's an interesting one. It's the second part of the der- demo of the Tyrus Three, God bless it. Anyway, so that's what we have in the programme. But let's do a little bit of housekeeping first. If you'd like to subscribe to our friends list, you can. Yes, indeed, you can. It's main menu, and every time I mention main menu in this terms, in terms of uh, website or email, its main menu is all one word: dash friends dash subscribe at acbradio.org. If you'd like to be on our normal mailing list, that is mainmenu-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you'd like to visit our website, that is mainmenu.acb.org. That's mainmenu.acb.org. And there you can submit content to the show if you've got an idea that you'd like us to look at, or if you've got a review, or something like that. And talking of submitting content, here is Nama Erez, our executive producer, to tell you all about it.
2: Hi everyone, this is Nama Erez, the executive producer of Main Menu. I'm here to talk a little bit about submitting content to the show. First of all, we always enjoy content content submitted by others. We always look forward to receiving content from you and we'll always love to consider it. Um, however, there are a few guidelines that we all should follow when um, when submitting a review or an interview or any kind of type of content from Main Menu. I tell this to the staff as well as to everyone else and I follow it myself when I submit reviews. Um, Lately, unfortunately, I had to reject a few segments, and so in order to avoid this kind of thing in the future, I thought that maybe it's a good idea to review the guidelines so that you know what to do when you want to submit a uh, a review or any kind of content from a menu. Well, the guidelines are basically, if you use a lot of common sense, you'd come up with them yourself, but still we thought we'd reiterate them here. Okay, well, first of all, the type of things that should be reviewed on main menu, it could be anything that's usable or accessible to blind people. Anything from, of course, you know, the obvious, like uh, software or hardware that's accessible to the blind with or without screen readers. But it can also be any kind of a gadget that can be used, any kind of, you know, lately we had a liquid level indicator review and a cell phone that was not designed for the blind in mind but still works very well for blind people. So anything that can be used by blind people, anything that you're using, any tricks, tips that you find help you are very, very much welcome. Now, the review can be basically as long or as short as you think it ought to be. You don't want to make it too short because you want to uh, basically, you know, cover what you want to review. Now, can a review be too long? Not really. I mean, lately, um, well, recently we've been running, and you'll hear the final segment today, um, a segment about the GPS system from code factory and it was very long so we just chopped it up into four segments and ran it across a few weeks. So don't worry about making your segment too long if you think you have enough to say. You know you know there's nothing um there's nothing preventing us from running your segment across a couple of weeks or more but make sure that what you have in this segment is relevant Personal, personal stories and stuff like that um, however interesting are not relevant to the show and therefore will be edited out and that's another thing we do reserve the right to edit content and we will usually write to you and explain why we've done it a lot of times it would be because of time and a lot of times it will be because of quality or interferences in the recording. But if you want to avoid that, again, you should try and edit the content yourself. But that comes a bit later. I'll talk about that in a minute. So, first of all, when recording the um, the review, technically, you want to make sure your sound is as good as you can get it, your mic isn't too close to create distortions or isn't too far to pick up a lot of background noises. If you are reviewing something that requires a screen reader, please, I know a lot of us use um, fast speed, please slow it down to kind of its default speed or just a bit quicker because some people are not native English speakers and some people are not comfortable with fast speed. Synth, synths because they may be using something else and are not used to hearing the kind of synth you're using so try to slow it down don't make it too slow but make sure it's clear if you can plug it directly so that um, the recording records the speed synth directly from the sound card that's ideal but if you have a good pair of speakers and not too much background noise you can work around that as well if you have any technical questions about how to record, contact us at um, main menu at acbradio.org. Okay, now to how you should start a review. First of all, make very clear what you are reviewing and what is the purpose of it. If it's a piece of software, tell us what it does, even if you think it's very obvious. If it's you know, some kind of hardware and so, or some kind of device, tell us what you use it for. Also, at the beginning of the review and at the end, try to give a contact info uh, for how to get this product, preferably a web address, but if you don't have one, phone numbers will do as well, or at least the name of the company. Um, that's also a great thing to include. Make sure that that's in the review. Otherwise, we can't take a review if it doesn't have those two things. Again, exactly what the product or device is and how to get it. Those are the the most stringent guidelines, I suppose. Uh, Now, if you need to review the product over a few weeks, then, you know, start with the basics start with how it works there is no need to go through things like basic windows installers or basic windows menus if there are specific things in the menus that apply of course go through them but if it's just you know your simple windows installer there is no re- there is no need to um, to go through that i think most of us know what the basic windows installer looks and acts like. Again, if you have any questions, please submit them to mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also look at the website mainmenu.acbradio.org to look at more guidelines. Now, editing. First of all, we do recommend that you try to edit the material yourself. You know, even if it's a rough edit Cut out what you you don't need if there were kind of hesitations. The listeners will get very frustrated if you're hesitating and you're not sure what the product is doing. If you are going to review a product or a website, make sure that you've looked at it before and you didn't look at it last year. And all of a sudden it changed and you don't know what to do and you're lost and you leave it in the review. Um, The listeners need to hear that you know what you're talking about and we need to hear that as well. So be very familiar with the product. And if you, know, if you need to consult any kind of manual or something like that, that's fine. Just edit that part out. Um, make sure it's not there. If you need us to edit it for you, we do have a team of audio editors. And you can tell us in advance that you, um, you need this particular review edited. And it will be edited for you. But just let us know. Now, I suggest before you even start reviewing a product that you contact us at mainmenu@acbradio.org at to make sure we didn't just review the product or um, you know, we think that it's suitable for main menu in order to avoid something like, you know, you put a day's work into it or two days and then we end up rejecting it because we don't we don't feel that this review is suitable. So I really suggest contacting us and saying, hey, you know, we have this thing that we want to review. Would you like us to do it? A lot of the times we'll say yes. Now, if you've done a review for something else, for another podcasting service or whatever, feel free to submit it and we'll review it. But um, again, we do reserve the right to edit it if need be. As far as bitrate... Um, Remember that ACB Radio Mainstream does stream in mono, but you can uh, make the file as good as you can, Um, no less than 64 um, 64 kbps mono, and always 44.1 sample rate. and if you're recording it in stereo, at least, you know, 96 or something like that. Of course, you can do more. But remember, uh, ACB Radio, mainstream, even the broadband, still does 64 mono. When you're, done, when you're done with the review and you want to upload it, you can FTP it to ftp.acbradio.org. And put it in incoming slash ACB radio. If you're not sure how to FTP or you're having trouble or you don't have an FTP client, contact us at mainmenu at acbradio.org and we'll help you out. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this. Again, any questions at all, please don't hesitate to ask questions. Mainmenu at acbradio.org. And we're here. And we appreciate very much all the content that you submit, and we're looking forward to hearing more from you. You make the show what it is, and we appreciate it very much. This is Nama Ayres for Main Menu.
1: Thanks, Nama. Yeah, I would agree with that. We love getting content for Main Menu. So, subscribe and get in there, and let's hear good content from you. It's your show just as much as ours. So if there's something that you've found, a little gadget or something that you'd really like other people to know about, it may not even be specifically for the blind, but it can be used by us, get it in there and review it yourself or ask us to review it and we'd be only too happy. Now i was talking about long pieces. Next one is part four of a piece that came in which was nice and long and it's very, very interesting. So... Now to the final part of Corey Martin's review of Code Factory's Mobile Geo. Now, we were left him talking about Bluetooth, I think.
3: Just so you know, Bluetooth keyboards do work with Geo as well. You can press single-letter keys uh, to hear feedback in Geo with the keyboard. And it works just like using a touch keypad on the screen here.
4: Touch keypad off.
3: Now... I'm done with this. I want to go back to Geo now. Out
4: list birthday code word mobile window list. This is a test of W five colon twenty three eight seven K eight of ten left soft no right soft menu.
3: What you just heard there is Geo giving us updates on where we're going while we're in Words. So you know. You don't even need to be in Geo to hear what's going on. If I was moving, I would probably get a lot more feedback from Geo.
4: Today, screen left soft calendar, right soft context. Control.
3: But we're gonna go back mobile to Geo now.
4: Window, word, hold, cancel button. Word, mobile Geo two of three. Mobile Geo window left is. soft widgets, right soft on. Mobile Geo.
3: So now I've switched the mobile Geo layout back on. And I'm gonna just give you an idea of what you can do here, and I'm also going to show you another good thing to know, so you can learn the keys for yourself, and that's that's the built-in help, which is it's not actually this is the direct key help.
4: Alt, Alt off, Alt. Command describe mode on. Press this command modifier key four times quickly to exit this mode.
3: Okay, so command-describer mode is on. Basically, what you can do here is just press keys to hear what they do.
4: Current position command. Announces your present GPS location, heading, speed, and altitude. Destination info command. Announces your heading to the destination that you have set. GPS status command. Speaks the quality of the signal, accuracy scale, and the number of satellites currently being tracked.
3: I'm just pressing commands on the touch screen here.
4: Last Geo Announcement command repeats the last mobile Geo Announcement, skipping any message read by mobile speak that is not related to mobile Geo.
3: Now let's say we want to turn on that touch keypad.
4: all, oh, This modifier key pressed four times within ten seconds. Enter or exit's command. Describe remote. Exiting now.
3: And I'm going to do that. Touch
4: keypad on. Lower numeric. Lower
3: numeric. Okay, so we want numeric mode here, because this is what we'll read, certain other information.
4: 1. Position colon 1118 ST David RDN, southwest at 0 kmph, 917 meters above sea. 8. Nearest PLI colon home, 8 meters, 0. Good quality, 6 meters, tracking 9 satellites. 3. No route active. 6. No next turn information available.
3: Those commands are for when you're in a route. Number 5...
4: Five.
3: Refreshes the screen.
4: Main screen, good quality, six meters, tracking nine satellites, plus position colon eleven eighteen SD David RDN. Two. two. Destination colon Stafford Pharmacy, zero point three two km, eleven o'clock.
3: Four. Four.
4: Nearest interception Saint George RDN, seventy six meters, one o'clock. Nine. David, RDN, 65 meters ahead to St. George, RDN. Open type, look, around into close
3: That reads the last spoken command. And then number seven, we'll switch into virtual mode. So this is a, kind of a brief overview of Mobile Geo's commands. Okay, not brief, but fairly extensive. And uh, what I'll do next is actually show you some live demoing of the program when you're actually out there working with it. But this should at least give you an idea of what you can do with the program, and I've gone through basically all the options that I can from a stationary location. Okay, in this next segment here, what I'm going to be doing is getting into a cab, and the driver is going to be taking me to our local major mall we have here so I can do some shopping. So the Pocket PC is in its case and the case is in my pocket and I've also discovered with this review that the microphone on the Pocket PC is exceptionally good. In fact if I wanted to go into espionage I don't think I would need a better microphone than what's in it already which unfortunately means that you can hear my small talk conversation with the cab driver in this coming up. Now, while we're talking here, you'll be able to hear Mobile Geo talking and announcing the various streets and points of interest as the cab drives. Also, keep note of the fact that I do not have a route active, so, Mobile Geo is not going to be giving me specific directions on when to turn because, for one, I don't like to annoy the cab drivers with that kind of information since they generally know where they're going and don't need to be told by me or my machines and two because I just wanted you to get an idea of what mobile geo sounds like with it basically just talking as though you were just driving around so there's no specific directions given just a lot of information given about what we're driving past and so on. Hello, how are you? Oh, city.
0: am Where can I take you to today? Uh, perfect.
3: Can you door? Well, I prefer the front door because it's easier for me, but I know that's a hard drop-off spot, so I don't know. Um, you
0: know what? We'll do it for you.
3: Sure.
0: Yeah, we had the rules a little bit
3: once in a while, what the heck, eh? Well, it's easier than navigating that food court, mm. yeah.
0: Is injured any of
3: that? You guys pretty busy this morning? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Cold.
0: You're busy enough so you don't get bored sitting around. Oh, yeah.
4: A <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: That's my GPS. A shift on the weekend? Are you almost done? I just worked the day shift, yeah. Oh. I
0: started cool. at 5 this morning. You're done at 5 this afternoon. Yeah. And then it's my weekend, so... Oh, awesome. Yeah. And you, what's happening today?
3: Oh, just a Saturday, and it gets a couple of things from the
4: store. Uh,
3: not too much. See the picture
0: shop is there? eh? Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh. Way out in the south end, down by the brick and oh, hospital wow. and all that. Yeah. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. I'd heard that they were, and now I see they've,
3: they've a good sized building just bought done up. Oh. interesting. So they're they're not going to keep the uh, old location? I don't believe so, though. No. Oh. Huh. Well, I guess there's a lot of um, a lot of traffic over there.
0: Yeah, probably a bigger place for them, so they could get more stuff in there. Yeah, display more stuff. Right. Hmm.
3: Wow. I wonder where it'll go in where they used to be. No. We'll find out. There's,
0: so. lots of, there's lots of changes happening over that mall right now.
3: Yeah, they're still working on that, aren't they? Yeah. A hmm. the new bank building
0: is about ready, it looks like. The banks supposed to open up. Oh, okay. Sometime next month. We'll out of the mall and then reach to the building. Oh. Oh. Okay.
3: Wow. Never ends, does it? No. I'm surprised some of these places haven't moved over to the west side yet. You know... Surprises me too. you
0: they up at the meters end of the city, and now it's happening again on the north end. There's a lot of people on the west side. There's not much over there. Uh, Super Sam's grocery store closed down. Kind on their own
3: over there. <sighs> Some nice houses
4: and stuff, though. 127 on meters ahead. V-1, M-4-2, take me to the right. V-1, heading west.
3: Hey, on, so, as you can hear, Mobile Geo is very good at giving you real time information. It pointed out several points of interest along the way, as well as informing of every major road change that was made. And this is without even having a route active. When there's a route active, it's even more verbose. It basically tells you every time there's a new waypoint and it places a waypoint at every intersection even if you're going straight or if there's a lane change or any sort of thing like that with the roads. I chose not to do a route because sometimes the cab drivers have their own ways of getting to destinations and like I said before it is kind of invasive for the driver in my opinion unless I feel I can't trust them but this particular driver seemed nice enough and Generally, I know most of the drivers who I go with. So in the end there, it does, though, give you a very nice feeling of usage because it keeps you up to date without you having to push any buttons on it at all. I mean, the device was in my pocket. It was not in my hand. I was not touching it in any way. I had nothing to do with it. And I wanted that way because I didn't want to be recording a podcast in a cab and Commentating and doing a bunch of things like that, it just seems rather unnatural. So, I'll save my comments for the end there. And basically, in closing, I I think I've covered Mobile Geo quite thoroughly, but I just want to note some of my personal comments about it here. Uh, Essentially, I found that the Mobile Geo and, of course, its original product, it was descended from the uh, original. Sendero GPS Talk product that was produced in the 2000-2001 years uh, give you a real good sense of security. I mean, when you turn this thing on, it tells you immediately where you are. It gives you information that's pertinent to you. It tells you where the streets change, it tells you how far it is to the end of the street when you're walking along. It gives you continual updates. It's not just saying, "Okay, you're on this road." And that's all you get, and then you get to the next street and it says, okay, you're on this road. It tells you information about different intersections and what kind of crossing it is. It'll, it'll tell you if there's a street going left to right and so on. It's really designed for the visually impaired, and, and it really caters to that. So when you're using it, you, you really can have a sense of comfortability. you you feel like you're in control and the information that's coming back to you is relevant. It's not just spouting a bunch of random data at you or a bunch of random compass degrees and things that you can't understand. It, It really puts you at the center of it all so you know what's going on and all the information you need is right at your fingertips if you, by chance, do need to look at what's going on around you. So it's also very uh, nice to, to set up. I mean, essentially all you need to know is how to establish an active sync connection with your device and and then you download the maps from the Sendero website and then copy them to your memory card and then you run the installation of Geo on your device and, and then it'll help you install it and, and then you go into it for the first time and set up your receiver and pair it with your bluetooth there's all sorts of given instructions through the instruction manual as well for how to install it so it's pretty straightforward really to get it working and it i i just believe it really is the the best solution going especially if you want to go with a mainstream device you don't want to be tied to a pocket device or uh, any sort of device that's tailored especially for the visually impaired. So in closing, I just want to congratulate both Code Factory and Sendero on an excellent product and a job well done, and I'm glad to be one of the users who has the ability to use this product, and, and it's really opened a lot of doors for me. So good job, and I look forward to future releases. If you need to comment to me directly or contact me for any reason regarding this review, you can do so by writing to me at my email address, which is Cory underscore Martin at Shaw dot CA. And that is C O R Y underscore M A R T I N at Shaw S H A W dot CA. So once again, thanks everyone for listening and bye for now.
1: Thanks very much, Corey. That's Corey Martin's review of the Mobile Geo from Code Factory. You can get more details at www.codefactory.org. There we are. That That is excellent. That's a product I wouldn't say no to. I don't know about you, but I hate installing new programs. But I'm so pleased to see these days that the installation software for programs is now so much more stable. You don't worry, you don't cross your fingers every time you hit that um, uh, enter button. Is it going to work? Is it going to wreck something else? So they're very good. Anyway, you're listening to Main Menu on ACB Radio Mainstream. Now then, the Tyros 3. And before we kick off with this little demo, I'd like to tell you that recently um, Nama, Jeff, and uh, Lynn White as moderator have started a new mailing list for Tyros 3 users. It is not specifically aimed for visually impaired users, but um, it will probably have many of us on there, those that uh, get the particular product. If you would like to subscribe to that list, it is Tyros, T-Y-R-O-S 3 users dash subscribe at quite likely that's all one word, Q-U-I-T-E-L-I-K-E-L-Y dot com. That's Tyrus3Users, all grouped together as one word, dash subscribe at, quite likely, I think it's a great name, q u i t e q u i t e l i k e l y. dot com. And we'd love to have you on the, on the list. Ah, uh, Right, now then. Yes, I'm afraid it's me again. Here is part two of the demo of the Tyrus Three. this time dealing primarily with styles and also referring back to something I mentioned last week. Hello, yes, it's me again. I've learnt some more about the Tyrus Three, so I thought I'd come back and uh, give you the benefit of that. Uh, We're going to deal with styles this time, but before we do... Um, I mentioned last week that one of the buttons on the voicing was a special Hammond button. And um, I think we'll look at that first. But before we look at it, I think it is worth having a brief history lesson on this, because um, it's a unique system, the way the Hammond did it. In the 1930s, Hammond brought out an instrument, and they used... Tubes or valves, as we call them over here, for the amplification. But the problem with valves was they couldn't really get a stable oscillator to make a note. So Hammond ingeniously came up with what they call the tone wheel system, which was a metal disc. I think it had grooves on it, which provides the um, oscillation spinning between two magnets. What was it four? I don't know. But it was magnets anyway. And uh, this was then fed into the amplification system and it produced a sine wave and what Hammond did then was have notch filtering to enable the harmonics to be generated and and amplified and they brought those out onto faders, uh, faders being slide slide switches, uh, sliders, and they called them drawbars. This enabled you to get all sorts of tones out of, effectively, one single sine wave. And the Tyrus seems to have modelled the organ stuff on mainly the Hammond, and to the degree that they've even given us drawbars. So, we have a pure Hammond sine wave. It's not quite a pure Hammond sine wave, because they've also put in a decay of one of the harmonics, which gives a sort of edge to things. I press it now, if I press a now that's there, I can't get rid of that. But however, I now have my mixer controls on the Tyrus, which, if you remember, are at the just in front of the monitor, um, at the uh, just by the keyboard, and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine sliders. So we bring the first one up. There's our note. Bring the next one up. Next. And so, as you can see, we can make all sorts of tones out of that. Depending on where you put the drawbars... this was an extremely popular system up until, basically, the transistor came in when oscillators were much more stable and they could make smaller instruments. But the old Hammond A series, the B series, even the M, the L and the M series in the 60s still had drawbars. And a lot of other organ companies modelled their instruments on that principle. They also had, to gain a certain amount of vibrato, a mechanical system invented by a Mr. Leslie, and his idea was to have a huge cabinet in which, at the bottom, he had a bass speaker surrounded by effectively, well, like a cone, I suppose, which rotated, causing an airflow. And at the top, he had a top speaker, which had two horns set on top of it, which were also rotating to give the top speakers and the Tyrus 3 has imitated this remarkably well and having set the Hammond draw bars up let's just leave a chord and then I will press the Leslie speaker, it's set now as though the Leslie is rotating slowly if you're listening in stereo you can hear it, probably in morning you can a bit too now I'll press the Leslie control which in the old Lesleys would set the motors whirring and this is the result. So you can now play and you can slow it I can't resist it and that's the Hammond sound on the Tyrus 3. And all the other organs they seem to have put on here are based round the Hammond. There are other organ manufacturers, of course, Lowry, Baldwin, Uh, oh, loads of them. And they all have different principles, but that's the old Hammond principle, and that's what we get on here. And that's at its slowest. So there we are, that's the Hammond on the Tyrus three. So now let us move to styles. Styles are patterns made by uh, instruments. It's like a band playing a chord. So what we're able to do is, at the moment, I've left in on the Hammond for the minute, I've got a keyboard which goes from to and I can split that keyboard at this point by pressing one button like this right, now I can go and this is what we get now with the styles but no style put in, just the keyboard split as you can hear it's quite interesting, it's the strings with a bass pattern following it press the G chord press the C chord D. Now that's a basis for styles. In other words, what you do, you change the chord. You make the chord with the left hand, and the style does the rest. So, let's look at styles. Tyrus 3 has a default style, which is basically this. That's a chord of G. I'm now going to press C. As You can hear, you've got drums, guitar in there, and a piano. We can have up to eight instruments in each style. And for the technically minded, that's on MIDI's channel 9 through 16. And you can do diminished and all sorts of things. It's a bit boring though, isn't it? But they give you more than one style per, or more than one type per style. Let's get the next one. It won't change till the end of the bar. Change it. Let me change it in the middle of the bar. Two, three, one, two, three. There to change it again. Change it again. One, two. strings have come in not only that I can put a drum brake in ok that's, that's, that's fair enough, that's ok as far as it goes, we'll do the demonstrating of all this stuff on the one style and then we'll have a quick random look at what styles are available on the tyres and there are we cannot go through them all we'd, we'd be here for several main menus believe me not only do you get styles, but you get introductions and outros, outroductions. Oh, that's a nasty word, isn't it? Okay, so let's start it up. It it works. That's fine. Now then, if I I have three intro styles here for this particular one, let's press button one, and we get this. Mm-hmm. Pressing another. Okay, that was the first intro. Let's just repeat that. If you hear listen carefully, you'll hear the count in with the symbol. Okay, that's fine. The next intro is a bit more complicated. So, let's try it and see. Or on the intro now it reverts to the style I can now do what I like right now let's look at the third one which is more complex still on the intro and then we're into the style now I can carry on I'm doing the tune nicely I want to add a bit more so I'll put a bit more in the style let's have a bit more so I've got some more coming Fair enough. So that's the intros. That's fine, but it's boring. You just you just stop it at the end, and that's it. Oh no 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 no! Yamaha have thought of that. You can have the outros as well, and the intros and outros correspond. So the first one is just the tap of the cymbal, and away we go. And the outro to that is this: just a dead stop ending. Nice fade, but never mind, a dead stop. Okay, let's try intro two and outro two. Intro two. Oops, let's hit the right button. There we go. Intro two. And outro two now. Intro 3 with Outro 3. Now we'll press the Outro 3 button. Now that as I say is our default style. One of the big problems I have with the Tyrus 3, they group the styles so they say together. You've got disco, hard rock, this, that and the other, but they're not. You go through them and you'll suddenly find that odd ones are put in here, there and everywhere. There are just so many of them, so we'll pick some at random. So, all right, let's hit button one, style one, and see what we've got. Okay. What do we have? Uh, let's have Intro 2, uh, Style 2 and Outro 2. So, we've got Style 2 and Intro 2 goes... Whoops, it goes... Very nice. And away we go. Now I'm playing the chords. and now playing on the top keyboard as well, top of the keyboard. Outro 2. Let's try intro 3 with outro 3 on that particular style. not bad for eight instruments not bad at all well oh, and the bump at the end let's pick another one from this button just a one at random here's another one right the intro will be... Mix the trumpet higher, but the outro to that one will be this. (laughs) Yeah, very nice. Okay, let's pick another button. Let's see, let's try down here. Let's try on row two, button three from the left. Right, let's have a style. Anyone, let's as I say, we can't go through them all, we'd be here for days. There are about 40 styles on each button, and there are 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 buttons for styles. Right, let's see what we've got. This is the classical one. Right, let's try what intro we've got. Now, one would just give us the tapping on symbols. so intros two and three are what we need. So let's try intro three on this one. Come round to the bar and it will do it. I pressed it and here we go. Oh <laughs> isn't that sweet? Now we're in the style itself. Outro 3 getting a bit frustrated because the top line was very quiet. Now I can use the mixer to mix those styles if I want. So let's just set the style going without the intro. Right, I can now mix. Play my top notes. Find out which bar is controlling it. There we are. So, let's do the same thing again right let's try that same little piece which um is from crowded house you better come home soon let's try it with intro three style three and outro three so let's go three intro go Sorry for the errors on the top uh, keyboard, but hey, there we are. I'd normally do those again. So let's press another button at random. Let's find one of these, see what style we've got this time. Right, let's see what we've got. Oh, we got the jazz style. Let's see if we can find a better one than that. Nah, yeah. no, I don't like it. Now, you can change them while you're going along. Find another style. So, what you could do there is now, while it's playing, press intro 3. Let's wait for it to come around. Let's, let's, there we go. is you have to remix things each time you set up a style, which is why the uh, clarinet on that instance was a bit, uh, bit low in the mix, to say the least. Okay, let's find the last button and hit another style here. What have we got? Uh, let's go back to... Where should we go? Mm-hmm. Nah. Don't like it. See what I mean? I'm just going picking the styles at random here. Right. Now then. So we have a country style and a steel guitar. Let's see if we can put the two together. It's country music, Tyrus 3 style. I'm Chrissy Cochran from Main Menu. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back with another one when I've learned a little more about the Tyrus 3 from Yamaha. Just before I go, though, let me give you another example of the Tyrus 3. This is a little piece I recorded for ACB radio to be used as what we call a bed, but it just shows its versatility. Try this. So there you have it, part two of the demo of The Tyrus 3, dealing with styles. And before Nama Erez, our executive producer, tears my ears off or something equally as nasty, yes, I know, I got the name of the Crowded House track I butchered wrong. It's You'd Better Be Home Soon. I know, I know, sorry. If I can learn more, perhaps I'll be back next week or in a couple of weeks' time, and we'll talk about how to record your pieces of music, both styles or individual pieces. However... And also, we may well, if we've time, look at the harmonizer, which is absolutely wonderful on the Tyrus 3. But that's it, and that's all for Main Menu for this week. I trust you've enjoyed the programme. I'm Chrissy Cochran, and I look forward to your company next week again when we will have more interesting things. So on behalf of our executive producer, Nama Eres, and the team, this is me, Chrissy Cochran, wishing you good listening here on ECB Mainstream, where your listening is our business. Bye!